Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Monday, December 18th, 2023, one week before Christmas, and this is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott, uh, and this is the Cyber News Explained because the media generally gets it wrong, so or at least doesn't understand it. So that's kind of what we're doing here. If you're new to the program, if you're not, then let's get right into the news because that's what you're here for. So six stories over the weekend. Um, there are a couple other ones, but these are kind of the, the pertinent ones I wanted to kind of touch on. Uh, and the Move It issue continues unabated. This is from cybernews.com. Ernesto Snapper is reporting largest U.S. dental insurer breached in Move It attack. Seven million records exposed. Dental insurance company Delta Dental has become yet another victim of the Move It transfer zero day flaw exploitation campaign. The Russian ranked ransomware syndicate Klopp has obtained private information including driver's license and passport numbers of almost seven million customers. As confirmed by Delta Dental's investigation on July 6th, late to be reporting, but okay. The hackers accessed and acquired Delta Dental of California and affiliates information on the MoveIt platform between May 27th and May 30th. The company filed a breach notification with the Maine Attorney General on December 14th. So clearly the Maine disclosure laws are a little lacking there, but okay. Uh, and about June is when the MoveIt vulnerabilities were fixed. So clearly this is before the vulnerabilities hit. Um, ideally, they have fixed it since, but the leaked information is personal and extremely sensitive. It includes names with a combination of addresses, social security numbers, driver's license number, and other state identification numbers, passport numbers, financial account information, tax information, individual health insurance policy numbers, and or health information. And this is very valuable data on the dark web simply because this inf a lot of this information doesn't change, right? If you, get st if you have your credit card information stolen, you can close that credit card account. This health information is very... Um, very sought, off, sought after um, because it sells well on the dark web. So again, if you are a Delta Dentals client, you have likely already received notification that um, this has happened, but I guess we'll find out more, a little more article in this article about CLOP and stuff like that. But just be, be aware that obviously move it is still a thing now honestly in, in in fairness to delta dental this occurred before the vulnerabilities were patched so it's not like it just happened so it just was just reported so again be be mindful of your personal information check your health record account stuff like that make sure you're on top of all those things and turn on multi-factor authentication where you can all right cyberscoop.com a save AJ Vincennes reporting, Microsoft seizes infrastructure of top cybercrime groups. So this is more of a good news kind of thing. Relying on a court order, the tech giant seized websites belonging to a top purveyor of fraudulent Microsoft accounts. Microsoft took sweeping action against a cybercrime operation responsible for creating roughly 750 million fraudulent Microsoft accounts and various websites used to enable a bevy of cyber crimes. The company said on Wednesday, this was from last, this is just reported, I guess it was from last week, but they must have just be reporting. Anyway, the announcement comes nearly a week after Microsoft obtained a court order from the Southern District of New York, allowing it to seize US-based infrastructure and websites used by the group the company tracks as Storm 1152. The group is one of several that enable scores of cyber criminals to carry out their malicious activities more efficiently and effectively, said Amy Hogan-Burney, Microsoft Associate General Counsel for Cybersecurity 
policy and protection. The group plays a significant role in the highly specialized cybercrime as a service ecosystem. Hogan Bernie wrote, offering fraudulent Microsoft accounts as well as services to bypass capture puzzles that are designed to reduce inauthentic spammy behavior by forcing a human to answer questions or solve puzzles to access certain web services. Microsoft described the group as the number one seller and creator of fraudulent Microsoft accounts. So thumbs up to Microsoft and whoever worked with them on this. I don't think it gives that that particular law enforcement entity credit that I can see here. Um, well, it does say that Microsoft collaborated with Arcos Labs to research and take actions against the group. So this was this was a private sector investigation kind of thing. There was no law enforcement involved. So thumbs up to them. Well done. Maybe we'll see more of this in the future. And this is one way to kind of disrupt this activity is get a court order allowing companies to do that, especially against when it's targeting them directly. So hopefully that's a move in a, in a positive direction going forward as uh um, example of how you can do that kind of thing. All right, bleepingcomputer.com. Lawrence Abrams reporting, QBot malware returns in campaign targeting the hospitality industry. The QuackBot malware is once again being distributed in phishing campaigns after the botnet was distributed by law enforcement over the summer. This kind of goes to show you can take things down, but you're whacking a mole, they're just going to pop right back up. In August, a month, multinational law enforcement operation called Operation Duck Hunt accessed the QuackBot admin servers and mapped out the botnet's infrastructure. After gaining access to the encryption keys used for malware communication, the FBI was able to hijack the botnet to push a custom Windows DLL module to infected devices. The DLL executed a command that terminated the QuackBot malware, effectively disrupting the botnet. But Microsoft is now warning that QuackBot is again distributed again is being distributed again in phishing campaigns, pretending to be an email from an IRS employee. Microsoft said it first observed the phishing attack on December 11th in a small campaign targeting the hospitality industry. So, be on the lookout for information claiming to be from the IRS asking you to open a PDF. That is not what you want to do. Be careful what you're clicking on. And, you know, but honestly, there people will click the link. Quackbot will come back into existence and we'll do this all over again. But again, just be on the lookout for this kind of is more of a reminder to be leery of emails you get from unknown sources that are asking you to open PDFs. I get these all the time from law firms and all sorts of different people that get hacked. And then the bad guys use that email infrastructure to send out these kind of bogus emails. So just be aware of it. All right, from the hackernews.com, I saw this particular article across several different news sources. So that's why it's here. MongoDB suffers security breach exposing customer data. MongoDB on Saturday, which was two days ago, disclosed it's actively investigating a security incident. There we go, probably went somewhere, that has read, led to unauthorized access to certain corporate systems, resulting in the exposure of customer account metadata and contact information. The American database software company said it had first detected anomalous activity on December 13th and immediately activated incident response efforts. Further noted that this unauthorized access has been going on for some period of time before discovery, which, again, highlights the ability for bad guys to be in systems for long periods of time before you know they're there. In light of the breach, Mongo recommends that all customers be on the lookout for social engineering phishing attacks, enforce phishing-resistant multi-factor authentication, as well as rotate their Mongo Atlas passwords. Again, everybody's a target. Doesn't matter what you do, what you have. Your information is valuable. Bad guys are coming for you. Now, why Mongo didn't have multi-factor authentication on turned on by default? As I mean, not a not really not. It is their fault, but no one does. This is just another example of you. If you if not going to turn it on, you should turn it on yourself. But all these companies should enforce it as a as a price of doing business. But I repeat myself. Hacker News. 
Com. Microsoft warns of Storm 0539, the rising threat behind holiday gift card frauds. Microsoft is warning of an uptick in malicious activity for an emerging threat cluster it's tracking as Storm 0539 for orchestrating gift card fraud and theft via highly sophisticated email and SMS phishing attacks against retail entities during the holiday shopping season. The goal of the attacks is to propagate booby trap links that direct victims to adversary in the middle phishing pages that are capable of harvesting their credentials and session tokens. After gaining access to an initial session and token, Storm 0539 registers their own device for subsequent secondary authentication props, bypassing multi-factor authentication protections and persisting in the environment using the fully compromised identity. The foothold obtained in this matter further acts as a conduit for escalating privileges, moving laterally across a network and accessing cloud resources in order to grab sensitive information, especially going after gift card-related services to facilitate fraud. On top of that, Storm 0539 collects emails, contacts, lists, network configurations for follow-on attacks against the same organizations, necessitating the need for robust credential hygiene practices. So again, something to be on the lookout for. Um, it does say that Earlier this week, Microsoft also warned that multiple threat actors are abusing OAuth applications to automate financially motivated cybercrimes such as business email compromise, phishing, large-scale spamming campaigns, and deploy virtual machines to illicitly mine for cryptocurrency. So if you get something claiming to be a gift card, just be aware, just do some due diligence to make sure it's not fraudulent before you click on anything and keep yourself protected. All right, lastly, securityaffairs.com. Snatch ransomware gang claims the hack of the food giant Kraft Heinz. Um, so the company is, says the company is investigating the claims. Kraft Heinz is a American food company. It is one of the largest food and beverage manufacturers globally. Kraft Heinz produces a wide range of food products, including condiments, sausage. Yeah, we know what they do. Um, and it does say the Snatch ransomware group claims to have hacked in August and on December 14th, it added the company to its list of victims on its leak site. The food giant announced it had lost an investigation into the criminal's claims. And in a statement shared with media, the company said the investigation of a cyber attack on a decommissioned or is investigating the cyber attack on a decommissioned marketing website. We are reviewing claims that a cyber attack around several months ago on a decommissioned marketing website hosted on an external platform, but are currently unable to verify those claims our internal systems are operating normally we currently see no evidence of a broader attack so this will be this will be worth bearing watching anyway if it was a decommissioned marketing website there may may be very little loss here to Kraft Heinz but um it'll be again interesting to see if more comes out in the future um, because um for whatever reason um this is a area that this particular group is targeting in August the the Gang claimed the hack of the Department of Defense South Africa and aided the military organizations to its leak site, or added them, rather. In October, they claimed to have hacked the French company Heinzolt France. Heinzolt is a company specialized in military and defense electronics. I guess they're kind of well-versed there and or have a varied target platform. But worth watching to see who's right. Is Heinz correct in that it was a decommissioned marketing site? Or did Snatch get in deeper into the system and more badness is coming for this group? But again... Largest company, one of the larger companies in the world, Fortune 100 company. Hopefully they have good cyber resources in this, but still, bad guys still got into something, um, and we'll see where it leads. That is it for the news for this Monday. I hope you have a pleasant week before Christmas. Um, we'll be back again Tuesday with whatever happened overnight. As always, if you have thoughts, comments, questions on the podcast, feel free to email me, Darren at thecyberguy.com. Check out my other podcast, The Cyber Guy Podcast, uh, for some interesting interviews with different people across the from the FBI, retired folks in the FBI, and people from within the cyber 
community. If you have ideas for things you'd like me to do on that podcast, let me know. Love to hear it. You can follow me on all of my social media, LinkedIn, um, Substack, Instagram, X, Facebook, and so on. Just look for the cyber guy, cyber spelled C-Y-B-U-R. Thanks again for listening. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll talk again tomorrow. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by Cyber Guy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.